Oh, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 74. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man who was scared that I wasn't going to be here this week. Very scared. Joseph, how you doing, sir? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Um, didn't tell you this before the podcast. Today's a pretty big day because it's a Star Wars celebration. So Nobody cares. <sighs> tell that to the thousands of people who are going to witness... Star Wars Episode Eight trailer live. Yeah, I think it's Anaheim. Is it Anaheim, California? No. Okay, let me rephrase that. Okay. I don't care. All right. Hmm. Before we get, <laughs> yeah. And people are like, "Yo, this episode seems super low energy compared to others." I have been seriously ill all week. Uh, had a virus. Bad. Had a virus. Hot, cold, sweats. Stuff coming out of certain places that I don't even want to talk about. Um, Some places you didn't even think existed. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so if it is a super low energy episode, I am sorry. Um, what I do want to say is if you probably click this, seeing the title, um, we do have our interview with Augusto going live in this episode. Uh, I don't know whether I'm going to put it at the start, in the middle. I think let's stick it. I think I'll make it topic of the show. That's oh, what yeah. I'll do. I'll make it topic of the show this week. Um, so our interview with Augusto talking about all things idea Xbox, um, which we recorded at EGX Rezed, Rezed. I call it Rezed all the time. Rezed uh, this year, which was awesome. Uh, so you look forward to hearing that uh, in the show. Joe, you've been all right, though, apart from, apart oh, from, man. from your I'm... sickness. I, I got over my sickness, dude. We traded. <laughs> and now what I'm going to do is I'm going to be super high energy to balance out the low energy. That's I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've been pretty damn well. I didn't interview anybody named Augusto. Um, but other than that, I've been pretty good. This cat's annoying. That's for sure. Uh, that happens. Yeah, I know. We, we, really attention. Like, we've all got annoying days. cats. Trust me. Oh, God. Get away. But yeah, that's how I've been. Also, I'm really hyped for Star Wars. So we'll get we'll get to Star Wars and we'll get to everything soon enough. Uh, let me just say this week, uh, my Xbox and me is brought to you by Poly Games, of course, and uh, mcfix.co.uk. And uh, if you want content early, head over to Patreon.com/slash/mcfixer. Audio is three dollars, video is four. We will be changing the schedule timing for the live episodes because I think a lot of people. Um, Want them to be later on in the evenings uh, mm-hmm. when people are going from work or college or whatever it is. Um, so we're going to work on that. I couldn't do it this week because I've literally been so ill. This is like the first time I've had a moment of clarity in my head to actually even think. So I thought, you know what? This is the time to get the show done. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, also, this episode is brought to you by Mike Lynch, of course. Uh, Mike Lynch supports us over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh, and he says, hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Mike Lynch. Uh, please check out my YouTube channel. It is Mike Lynch. Uh, he's not the guy that does u- uh, ukulele tutorials, but he does bring you exciting and fresh gameplay. He could uh, be the guy that does it now because the game is out. No, no, no. No, like, he doesn't. Get on it. Imagine that. Imagine that he that's what he should do. That's his Embrace new He doesn't do actual ukulele the, the instrument tutorials, <laughs> yeah. but he now does let's plays in the it's... ukulele mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. 
Speaking of the ukulele, uh, I've actually got, I've got, I've got the game. Um, I was sent a copy. I was sent a copy uh, from Team Seventeen, so thank you to them. Um, yeah, cool. I had a bad life. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple of friends over at Team Seventeen, um, and uh, I haven't had a chance to play it yet because of being so ill. Have you had a chance to play it? Like, Joe, you know hold that thought. Yeah. Um, also, check out Mike Lynch's Twitch, which is uh, Mike Lynch streams. No, it's, yeah, it is that. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm so ill. I'm so, so ill. Um, let's get into what's in your box. That's where we can go with this, okay. Joe. Because I've been ill all week. Right. My box might as well have been thrown out the window. So you're going to have oh. to carry us. I've literally not. I think I was working out. I was in the bath today uh. where, I do, where I do all my best thinking, of course. And I think... <laughs> I think, don't think I've played video games properly for for probably about three weeks. Huh. Whether it, whether it's been I've been too busy or I've been too busy with work um, uh-huh. was the first reason, and then EGX week, then I come back and had to do more work. Then I got sick, so oh I feel like it's been like a solid three weeks. I haven't been able to play games properly, and that's horrible. It's starting to really annoy me. <laughs> um, I am off all of next week, though. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I'm off all of next week. So hopefully I'm fully recovered and I can finally play some of those sweet, 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 sweet video games. games. Yeah. So what mm. have you played this week? So first, I just want to say, if you hear a noise in the back, someone left the water running, that's really pissing me off. <laughs> Secondly... I've been playing, actually, this has been like the most I've played my Xbox in a really long time. Like, as you guys know, since I've come onto the Xbox and Me podcast, the PlayStation is now my secondary console. I don't touch it other than uh, for Hulu now. Hulu and Netflix. It's my Hulu Netflix box. But Xbox has got Netflix. Yes, but here's the deal. Uh, I don't own the Netflix. I've uh, got you, got you. Got you. Say, yeah. no say, say no more. Say no more. So, trust me, I understand. So, I've been, I've been like, you know, pretty, pretty deep into Xbox. But this, this week, I mean, I've been, I've been on it. So, I finished last week. We talked about finishing uh, season one of Walking Dead. Yeah, I fucking killed season two. Okay, like, what did you think? I, um, good, not as good as the first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Clementine, awesome. And then I started season three, episode one. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, n- none of us should be the leader. I really think Haley should be the leader of our group. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I played, I actually, uh, I was able to pick up uh, Overwatch for the Xbox. So uh, now the circle is complete. God. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yay. Yeah, I got it on the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, PC. Do I have a problem? Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I've, been, I've been playing with my, my friend Kelsey. That's why I, I bought it. So I was like, I need people to play with. She's like, I'm a person. I was like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. So. She counts as a person. I guess. Speaking of Haley, funny enough, you say mm. her name. Um, so I put in the My Xbox and Me Facebook group, which all of you should join. And I loved the fact it was, I was like, okay, I'm ill. Might not be able to do the show this week because I was that ill. Um, can someone, would someone be willing to 
co-host with you. You, you yeah. chicken. You were very scared. Blah blah blah. I was very scared. But I love the responses were let Haley host, and I'm just like, you realize Haley probably. If I haven't played my Xbox in three <laughs> weeks, she played her Xbox in maybe six months. Like. She don't get me wrong. When she gets into games, she's into games. Right, right. But I just love the fact that because I remember she co-hosted with me one time when I didn't have a host, and she did a good job. She did a good job. But the fact she wanted her to anchor uh, <laughs> a podcast, like Joe, Joe, yeah, that would have been hilarious. That would have been really interesting. Like I was also thinking, uh, if if there was another American on the podcast. That we make it the American, uh, uh, like version of the show. Like we would start off with the Yankee Doodle Dandy instead of like the awesome and show in the back. <laughs> kind of Colbert <laughs> show it a little bit. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So when I'm at, it's like it turns into like a special episode. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> why? Why am I not surprised? Um, yeah, yeah. Welcome to my Xbox and me. I'm your host Joseph. No taxation without representation. Let's get into this. <laughs> um, anything else you've been playing? So ukulele, have you, have you started it? I haven't. I actually, um, it's still in my car. <laughs> but I'm going to be playing it because I'm really excited about this game. And what all the reviews are saying is actually the game I want, which is a banjo game. That's it. I want an N64 game. I'm not looking for the game of the year here. I'm looking for a banjo game. Fair enough. Yeah. I did play something, actually. I forgot. Ooh. Me and Haley both got Dying Light. Mm-hmm. And um, so we started playing. We went to go play that together. Realized that you have to do a tutorial mission or missions before you can play together. So we were doing mm-hmm. that. And then I think that's when I got sick. Or I don't know if I got sick or not. I don't know whether the game was making me sick. Does that game have a lot of motion, um, motion blurness or something? Because I've, yeah. I've never been affected by motion sickness at all, but that game made me feel really, really, really ill. Like, yeah, because you are doing like you are you are doing a lot at once. I can understand that. I just I didn't understand, but I don't usually feel mm. ill, so I don't know whether I'm gonna try it again. I did say to Haley, I will try again. Um, so I'm not sure if, but I did actually start uh, that. So nice, nice. yeah. Uh, are we missing anything, Joe? Did you anything else you played? No, 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 that's it. Good, fair enough, fair enough. Well, this is where I want to lead off then and say, uh, I did interview Algosto. Uh, we spoke about a lot of things about Idea Xbox. Um, I hope you enjoyed the interview. If you do, please tweet at him. Um, his Twitter is on the video version. Uh, if you can't go find it, um, he was a wonderful, wonderful man to interview. I have got some stories I'm going to tell after the interview. So I, from there, I hope you guys enjoy it. What is going on, guys? I am MC Fixer. I am standing here with Agostino. I got it right, yeah? Perfect. Call I, me Agostino. I'll call you Agostino. Of it's course, easier. of course. Easy for me as well. I prefer yeah. that. So what is it you actually do at Xbox? Yeah, a lot of people ask that question. That's, uh, that's the main question for me. It's a case of... My audience know me through my Xbox and me, which is our Xbox podcast. Yeah. And I think to my, I have, we've been following each other on Twitter, had a few back and forth, we spoke for a while. But I just think to myself, what is it you actually do? Yeah, it's difficult to explain, I will try. So my job title is IP at Xbox Regional Lead. Okay. So I look after 
EMEA, which is Europe and Middle East. Okay. I also look after Australia and New Zealand. Okay. What does that actually mean? So I run the program uh, in, in the region and I work with developers across the region, uh, engaging with them, explaining idea exports to them, uh, playing their games, nice. uh, bright and early, yeah. to find the next nice title yeah. that we want to bring over to idea exports. I work with all the different Xbox offices across the region. Yeah. We're doing amazing things like here today, Arrest uh, in the UK. I travel Europe, I work with the Spanish team. We had a PR event and a, a developer event in Spain recently. So I organize events, yeah. uh, be with developers or consumers. I work with the press a lot to explain to them what I did Xbox is. Yeah. Uh, what have been done over the years. We have a team in Europe uh, that work with me and we look after the developer, we help them launching their titles on the platform, trying to make sure that they have the best possible experience, yeah. that you guys can play the games as soon as possible, but also the developer can make as much money as possible so they can make more games. Fair enough. And then what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna grab this mic. Because I've got a big mouth. And you're very quiet. I am. So actually normally I'm very loud. Oh so just for me you're being quiet? Yes, I've been quiet today. Okay, fine. So your day-to-day, -day, what is it that looks like? There is a lot of email communications. Obviously, the, the day starts, normal day for everybody. Come into the office, check out what happened overnight with the Redmond guys. Mm -hmm. So we work very, very closely with it. We're a global team. We're a single team. We don't have region. So check out what happened overnight with the US guys. We'll catch up with the team, what's happening, what titles are coming, or opportunities are we going after. Yeah. And so work with the team on actually stuff that's happening now. And there are a lot of uh, communication across Europe with the different uh, teams coordinating a lot of the activities are going on at any one time at peak time we have like two or three events that are happening or two three four five opportunities we're going after so there is a lot of email communication and in general meeting developers yeah. so normally for me the week is Monday in the office Tuesday to Thursday a lot of travel Friday in, usually in London meeting studios that want to come over from the UK but from abroad in the London office but a lot of my work is actually as I said across EMEA so as you know, well know, I'm not in the UK much. I'm based here uh, in the headquarters in Reading by travel across Europe. Yeah. So I've been, I was saying to somebody yesterday between GDC, which was in March, yeah. uh, to end of May, I would have probably done with my colleague uh, Neil about eight different countries. Ooh. So, and we, we just want to go and meet the developers. So that's really, if, if I need to pick one thing as key to my role, is meeting as many developers to learn from them, yeah. to share with them what we learn at the Xbox, and just build a very personal relationship. I think, and if, you know, we have a plenty of developers you have been talking to today. One of the things that is very unique about ID, I don't know if it's unique, but very good. They love it about ID. They, they build a personal relationship with us. Yeah. We are not, people behind the screen that they just email or chat to, they meet us on a regular basis. So I try to meet as many developers across as many European countries as possible every single year. For me it's a case of, idea Xbox is still very new. Uh, in, it's four in, years old, but yeah. Still kind of new though yeah. for the e Xbox ecosystem. Yeah, it is. It is. We announced in August 2013, Coming with Xbox One at the launch of Xbox One, over those, those four years we launched over 450 titles across Xbox and Windows 10. Amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Here we have a lot of titles we're showcasing around there. Xbox title and Windows 10 supporting Xbox Play Anywhere. 
this is what I want to hit on. Xbox Play Anywhere, uh, a new feature to the Xbox, uh, to PCs, obviously. Yeah. You play, you buy it once, you play anywhere. Bringing the platforms together, effectively for us, is Windows 10 is the platform, and then we have HoloLens is a Windows 10 device, it's, an Xbox is a Windows 10 device, and the Surface, and your PC at home. We are bringing them together, and you see here, lot of titles and Fable Fortune and uh, World Groove uh, there and we have so many games that are supporting the feature we just get started every time a platform launches a new feature it takes time for the developer to adopt it yeah. just because the titles are in development so. but yeah there seems they are embracing it so Indies have obviously latched onto it, and I know you're the your idea Xbox guy. But let's talk about maybe AAA titles as well. Yeah, Capcom have come over, brought Resident Evil Seven uh, play anywhere. Do you see more companies doing that? Yeah, we, you know, as a first-party team, we launched all our titles recently. Uh, the new Shadow of Mordor title yeah. is coming. What we always say is, independent developers are all the forefront of new initiatives. Yeah. You, you know, being free to play or early access Xbox game preview, yes. they're always the trailblazers. But we already seen good sign, both from us and some of our partners supporting Xbox Play anyway. Yeah. I love it personally. I think it's. I've only just bought a uh, gaming PC, yeah. so I really bought it for streaming. That was why I bought it. But for me, it was like, oh, I can play Gears of War 4 here. Just, I haven't got to buy it again. I haven't got to do anything. Just literally as easy as that. Installed, done. It's amazing. I see. We have here Snake Pass from Sumo. I love the title. Played it with my daughter the other night on my Xbox at home. I have it on my Surface. I can play it on my Surface. And the same save file. You buy once, you play anywhere. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. I'm going to have two more questions. I know you're a busy I man. I, I appreciate That's I'm here for you, the community. That's what I was just about to talk about, the Xbox community. We, we've been following each other for a while on Twitter, and you're just so nice, open, easy to work with. How, how are you allowed to be so easy? To, just easy. Just, everything feels so easy with you. I think it, there is a big inspiration from the very top. When you look at, at the very top of the Xbox organization, we feel Mike Yabara, uh, Chris Chala, my, you know, we love the community, we love our development partners, and when you look at Phil, myself, or Chris, when we talk about the Alien Xbox program, we all come from a development background. Yeah. We all work for developers. Phil was an engineer, was a producer working on FIFA and other games. I started as an indie. Oh. I, I know, 2003. I, I started as an indie in the late 90s. I always tell this story. Sometimes I show the picture. In Italy, small indie working on a PC game in the basement of a villa with the wine downstairs. <laughs> we didn't even have desk. We used, you know, the blacksmith metal desk. Yeah, yeah. That's what we had. And, and Chris Charles is the same. He worked for independent developers. So there is a passion for the craft. Yeah. It's not a business. Obviously, it's a business. No. Developers and ourselves, we all need to make money to do more. Myself, I'm yeah. a business as well. But it, there is, you can tell the passion behind the business. I think, for me, it's a case, and people listening, is we, on the podcast, we have this hashtag, which is hashtag infill we trust, which is just what we say anything good happens, it's hashtag infill we trust. Phil probably didn't have any part of it, but infill we trust for some reason. It's just, I don't know how it's been such a with the launch of the Xbox One, which some people it was rocky. I liked some of the features that were announced then, it's all changed, obviously. Um, are things a lot different now with Phil in charge? I've been, I've been working with Phil, I joined two and a half years ago, and uh, it's very inspirational. The way he engages with the community, uh, hands on and answers the questions, is always available. Uh, when you say I'm a busy man, can you imagine Phil? Yeah. And yeah, it's Xbox has 
coming to its own and Xbox One has came out and did extremely well. We're obviously all busy working on Scorpio yes. at the moment and uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's a very good place and our idea Xbox developers, the feedback we're getting and ask them directly is that they feel good about where we are and the success they're having with us. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. I talk to a lot of devs. Yeah, and we announced we talked about GDC. You know, we launched as I said over 450. We are probably now at 460. We announced that number at GDC. We announced over 2,200 developers actually with dev kits in their office, in their house, in their basement. Uh, you know, developing over 1,000 titles in active development across Xbox and Windows 10. You know, we started from nothing in 2013. Uh, it, we feel that we are doing a good job. We are not done. We keep trying to get better. Uh, we love this space. So we're going to keep working on it and try to make their life better, their opportunity bigger. But yeah, we feel good about what we have done over the last four years. The one thing I find with indie titles, and we used to have uh, the Xbox Live Summer of Arcade, is that something you think will ever come back? Where I feel like... Well, actually, I have news for you. We announced it at GDC. We just announced the Xbox Live Creators Program. So Creators Program allows anybody to just create games using the Universal Windows platform and bring those games to Xbox One and Windows 10. Yeah. It's an uncurated program. You don't even need to sign an NDA. There is a registration of $20 for an individual, $100 for a company, and you can develop on your PC you can, using UWP, Universal Windows platform, yeah. then test the game on your Xbox. Your retail Xbox can be turned in dev mode. Yes. And effectively, you're creating an Xbox game. You can use a Windows 10, you can use Xbox Live. Most of the features of Xbox are available. That effectively is a great starting point for students, for hobbies they want to get, and they can publish their game, and they're going to be on the Xbox Store and the Windows 10 stores. There's going to be an area dedicated for those games on the Xbox Store. And because you don't get all the features of Xbox Live, to make it life easier, to not make it too complicated, and at the moment you don't get all the power of Xbox One, if you realize that you need more, guess what? You can just register for ID at Xbox, and you, you can get the full power, you can get dev kits from us, you can get part, become part of the curator program. And people have the freedom to choose. They don't need to go one way or the other, they decide what's best for them. The other day on Twitter, I don't know if you saw my reply, a bunch of students from Spain, I was in Spain as I said recently, they asked me on Twitter, it was like, what shall we do? And the answer was like, Register for creators. You don't need dev kit. You don't need to sign agreement. Just get started. If you realize that you want something different, just register for ID. We send you free dev kits. Over 2,200 studios got dev kits from us completely for free. So pick your, pick your path and you can always change it. Okay, okay. Thank you very, very much for your time. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe. Um, tell me what questions you want next. I will see this man again, don't you worry. So we will ask more questions next time. Thank you very much. See you soon. Thanks. So that was the interview. Uh, I, I was so thankful that I could actually do that. Joe, mm -hmm. you need to go listen to it. Uh, but I was there. No, you weren't. Don't lie. Um, <laughs> It was a wonderful 10 minutes I got to spend with him. He would have gave me so much more of his time. And I was like, no, no. Let me settle down. Let me not. And there was reasons behind it. Okay. So um, I actually, uh, I call him Ago. He, you're, you're seeing the, in the interview, he tells me to call him Ago. Um, so that is how I'm going to reference him from now on. Uh, Ago is the regional uh, manager of the ID Xbox brand in Europe. Um, 
awesome, interesting dude. Um, very passionate about indies, very passionate about Xbox. You get that just from speaking to him. Um, liked me, seemed to enjoy what I did, complimented me a lot after the interview. It was like, you're so good at what you do, yada, yada. And I, think, oh. and I just sort of think to myself, eh, whatever. Um, before that, though, so me and we're all um, uh, a fellow patron supporter um, are at EGX. So we're chilling, doing what we're doing. Um, I bump into Ago and I'm like, oh, Ago, we're doing this interview. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to go get some lunch um, and then uh, we'll do the interview. I'm like, that's absolutely fine. Cool. And then I go to Rahul. I went, Joe, you know what? We might as well go get lunch as well. Um, so then we wait around for like 10 minutes or so because we didn't want... I, <laughs> you want to be like you Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we walk out. I go, walks past me. And I go, I thought you were going... I said to him, oh, I thought you were going to lunch. He goes, I'm going now. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I'm walking in the opposite direction to him. He goes to me, oh, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to McDonald's. Where are you going? He's like, I'm going to McDonald's. So I'm like... <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh, come with me. I know a short, I know a shortcut. You don't need to walk all the way around the building. You can go out this back exit. So it's like, okay. So him and um, I think his name was Guy Richards. Guy, I think his name was Guy. Guy Fiori. I think his name was Guy. He is the he works at, with Idea Xbox as well. Oh, okay. um, if I got your name wrong, I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so the two of them is Guy Fiori, just for reference. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. So we're walking with them, talking. We get to McDonald's. Uh-huh. It is absolutely packed. Like, I'm talking jam-packed. So we're like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing this. So we walk in. There's a, literally a petrol garage next to it. We walk into the petrol garage, get a sandwich, full. We all come out. We all just stand there like, oh. They look up. There's a prep, which is a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. Um, not too far away, so they're like, "All right, we're gonna walk to this press." So we're walking with them, we're chatting, yeah, 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 they're doing that thing, and then uh, we get there, we buy our sandwiches, and I'm like, "All right, this is where I need to break away, otherwise it seems like we're being a bit too <laughs> strange." Now. And then uh, we sort of go to sort of walk away, and it's like, "Well, come sit down," sort of thing, and I'm just like, "Oh, okay." So we sit down and have lunch together as well, and it's just like, "Okay." This is really strange, you know what I mean? For me, anyway. Yeah. So I'm sitting here having lunch with this important person in um, someone that I like respect as well. It was just, yeah, it was just a really strange scenario to be in, but really cool. Oh, really? Um, got to shoot, shoot, shoot this shit with him. Uh, told him about me getting banned um, by the Resident Evil Twitter account <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it was just a really good time. Um, there was other. There was something else I wanted to tell you guys about EGX. That it's, it feels like it was so long ago now because it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I didn't even talk about the games that I played there. I didn't even tell you like there was there was so much interesting stuff at EGX this year. Um, there wasn't as many games that I actually cared for though. Um, but okay. there was one. There was one in particular game. Um, it was, uh, I think, it's getting published by Devolver Digital, um, and it was called. I think it was called Ruiner, which was it was a top-down um, shooter, and it. Joe, you know it's definitely early on in development. Uh, development. It kept crashing on me, okay. but my God, was it fun! 
Yeah. So, so, so much fun. If you haven't seen this game, please go check it out. Um, it, I feel like it's going to be a big one. I do. I do think it's going to well, be what's a big it, What's one. it about? Um, so you'll be... You, from from what I could tell, um, you'll be you. You've been taken over. I feel like your mind was taken over by a computer or something like that, and it gives you assignments what you have to do. And yeah. the, the 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 part I was playing it was kill the boss, and it just kept repeating kill the boss, kill the boss, kill the boss. <laughs> Literally, that's all it would say. Like mm. you're doing everything that it's telling you to, but it just kept keep saying kill the boss, and. It was just, it was really, really good fun. So you're gonna, yeah, it was, it's got a cool dash mechanic. It had a cool, um, different weapons. The kills were cool. It was just a lot of fun okay. and, um, definitely one to keep an eye out for. I also played the city, uh, city, sorry, city skylines, um, mm -hmm. port that's come over to Xbox that felt perfect on the controller. Um, still. If you're into those type of games like Sims and Theme Park World or Road Coaster Tycoon now, whatever it's called, I still think they're best played mouse and keyboard because um, that's that's where they need that for yeah. position. But they they've done a decent job with uh, City Skylines, bring that over to Xbox. Um, also played Fable Fortune, which I have an interview that will be up on the YouTube channel hopefully um, by the end of the week, depending on how I how I feel and stuff. Um, Fable Fortune is a card, it's a card, like a card game like uh, Hearthstone, but yeah. with the uh, Fable IP, obviously it has its own twist. If you like those type of games, it seemed a lot of fun. I enjoyed playing it. Um, okay. The team were awesome. The team was super enjoyable to be around and funny and they totally got what I was mucking around because I was like, oh, don't worry. I'm awesome at these games and they clearly knew I wasn't. Um, mm. So I played, there's a co-op mode. So I was playing with one of the developers. And I was like, don't worry, I'll carry, I'll carry. And literally, I had the, the other developer next to me telling me every single move of what I had to do because I did not have a clue. Oh, you didn't? Now, I was going to say, have you played Hearthstone at all? No. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm just not uh, I'm not into those type of games. Because um, yeah, Hearthstone, I was like, I was fucking addicted to it for like two months. On oh, the okay. iPad, that was the reason why. Like, I, I, I still owned an iPad, and uh, <laughs> and they, this one seems cool. Um, the, 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 I like how now everybody's getting into the card game business because of her stone, and so I, I would like to see what, what this one's about because I do love the Fable IP, and I feel like it's just it's just such a, it's such a good IP that needs its respect. You better put respect on the IP. Exactly. It, so, it it has put respect on the IP. Right, it's been, it definitely has the Fable feel to it. No definitely. Fable Connect. No, no Fable Connect. Good, I like this. Uh, speaking of Fable, if you haven't watched the uh, IGN Unfiltered, Ryan McCaffrey did, he's got uh, an interview series going on at the moment with uh, Peter Molyneux, which, oh, oh my God, you need to watch. Awesome, awesome insight. And Peter Molyneux is super open and he calls out the connect, calling it a disaster. Yes. All sorts of things. You need to go watch it. If you haven't checked it out, you, you and send Ryan some love on Twitter because honestly, I don't go to IGN anymore for much, but I go there for unlocked, uh, scoop, and IGN unfiltered one hundred percent. So if you haven't watched that, go check that out. Yeah. Yeah, no, like uh podcast unlocked has been um, I just got into it uh, this this year, and it's within the first two weeks has become the, my my podcast of like if you want just all un, 
unfiltered, no bullshit. Like, bam, that's that's there, man. Other than this podcast, because this is obviously better than podcasts unlocked. Um, but yeah, yeah, debatable, debatable. So way to sell yourself, man. <laughs> I, look, undershoot, overperform, overshoot, <laughs> underperform. Come on. Oh God. Joe, do you want to get into the news? You know what? It's about time. Okay. Uh, Microsoft to offer refunds on digital Xbox One games and PC. Mm. Interesting. Microsoft will offer refunds for digital game purchases through Xbox Live across Xbox One and PC, according to an image of an upcoming update posted on Reddit. Information on the refund program was issued to those participating in the Xbox One preview program, which allows members to test new features before they are made available to the wider Xbox community, which I am part of. Um, I didn't actually see this because, again, I haven't been on my Xbox. Um, You've spoken. The quote, sorry, the quote is, you've spoken, we've listened. Um, in support of in support of offering gamers the freedom of choice, we're making changes to the ex, uh, to the Microsoft Store purchase experience by offering customers a simple way to instantly return digital products like games and apps through account.microsoft.com. Quote: When a game or app le- uh, leaves you wanting more, we're here to help. Self service refunds on Xbox One and Windows Ten provide a quick, simple way of returning a digital product. Well, Joe. Yes. What do you make of that, sir? This is what like I keep on like telling everybody. I made two videos today or this week that may have sounded a little negative towards Microsoft, and this is the reason as to why. Like when when I say like second place is 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 the nah best, nah nah nah. It you, really don't, you don't get to quit that because I a hundred percent have been the one saying that from day one. All right. Then I'm going to quote a great man here. I'm waiting. <laughs> Mr. MC Fixer himself. Perfect. By saying that second is best. Well, yeah, that's and more like it. Carry on. It isn't, it isn't a race. You know, like number one doesn't mean anything. Number two doesn't mean anything. And when you tell fanboys that, they get very upset because it does. Numbers matter. They're analysts, you know, they're engineers, and their they've, father works at Xbox. Uh, they've all got stock in the company, and their, their life is dependent on it. When Microsoft, in like this generation, right, has been having this uphill road with media coverage, with getting good press, and they keep on doing these little things like backwards compatibility is one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the game pass is another. Mm-hmm. And then seeing this, I'm like, this is why when I say second is best because they are working their way. They want to be more competitive. And this is how you do it. This is the beginning of the digital future. Yeah. You know, this is why I was antsy of, of getting into it because if there's no return policy, then I'm going to get screwed out of a $60 game I'm not enjoying whatsoever. You know, if, if this is, uh, what is it, Two Worlds 3, I'm going to be screwed <laughs> and keep yeah. that turd of a game. Like, no, this is excellent. This is, uh, Xbox has really been the true innovator uh, this generation when it comes to or, or really being pro-consumer at the end of the day. I love yeah. this. I, I totally agree. I do. I totally, totally, totally agree with you. Where it comes down to a case of they are losing, <coughs> but 
I do think, yeah, yeah, that's, sorry, in quotes. Um, well, no, they are losing. They're losing the numbers game at the end of the day. But they're doing everything right when it comes to the fan base, at the uh, the customer at the moment. Yeah. Um, all, I feel like they're always forward thinking with certain things. And it's sort of, they're, they're, they're not playing to the drum or beat the beat of anybody else anymore. It's literally, okay, what do we think is a cool feature? Oh, how about we bring in uh, digital refunds for uh, people that I don't know what the the, uh, exact rule is of this. Is it going to be under two hours? Is it going to be under whatever? I know how they do it on Steam. It's like, there's going to be some, there's a rule. There's a rule to... Yeah. to the to the system um i'm not sure what it is on this i'm sure we'll find out more and we'll talk about it here um but whatever it is at least there's something now in place is there and i'm not trying to be um a fanboy because that's not this isn't what i'm trying to do and i'm not mm. but is that on another system on the other console no it's not there so now it's a lovely thing to go okay, this is what we have. And then us as customers can go, hey, Sony, why haven't you got that? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, because we don't want to. And it's like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. And And it it really does draw a contrast between the two companies because try to get anything returned on PSN. I've heard it's a nightmare. Well, but it's the way I come down on things. So we'll start with, oh, Sony, why haven't we got e-access? Because we've got PlayStation now. Hey Sony, why haven't you got like your own version of um, you've got your own version of PlayStation uh, of Xbox Game Pass, but it costs a fortune? Yeah, well that's what we've got. And now this is just like the little little what's the word I'm looking for? They're just little bite sizes of the little victories along the way. That's a perfect way of putting it. The yeah. little victories along the way for microsoft just to be like joe what we are doing well we are doing right by the people the 30 million people that did buy our console um and for me i think this is an amazing thing um again audience i'd love to hear what you guys think of it um so keep me in the loop and let me no excuse me um next story is microsoft scrapped plans to launch beefier xbox one console last year Microsoft at one point planned to launch a beefed-up Xbox console in 2016, but ended up scrapping the project. Development resources were later folded into Project Scorpio, Xbox boss told Gamma Sutra. The canned console project sounds like it would have been an increased powered of increased powered. Sorry. Increase would have increased the power. I'm so ill. I'm so conjecting. I'm sweating out right now. Um, would have increased the power of a standard Xbox, something uh, like last year's Xbox One did, um, but not in a meaningful way. Um, but Spel- uh, but Spencer called off the project because it was clear it wasn't going to be offering enough of an upgrade uh, at an attractive uh, attractive point. Sorry about all the bad reading. I am dying right now. Um, I just thought that was an interesting piece of news there that um, they were think they were going to do a iterative console, right. 
anyway but obviously phil's like no that's not good we need to do something beefier interesting yeah that is a joy and, and would, would this have been maybe their pro would this have been scorpio light that's something to think it's um, definitely definitely something to think yeah and like the one thing i want to point out about the scorpio and like i i i, I said it in my last video was the scorpio getting rid of and I maybe would have see, liked to see this with the beefier Xbox One. The the SRAM that everybody, the devs, were complaining about for the first uh, what was it, one or two years of the Xbox being out. Um, seeing that the Scorpio doesn't have any of that and just has just straight up all the RAM, <laughs> 12 gigs of RAM in the in the machine is is, is saying something. That this console is going to be really a lot easier to code for and write for. And that's why... I, you know what Microsoft is doing is they're playing the long game uh, right now, where they are they're like, okay, we can take back ground, but it's going to be slower, and we're going to win over developers first. Yeah. And that's why I always say like it's about it's about the architecture of the console and not how much power is inside of it. So I would have liked to see though the 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 one S get rid of that SRAM, but uh, whatevs. That's well, that's my whole take. Evs indeed. Uh, I put this one in for uh, our uh, old co-host and a man I miss a lot, Kevin Tarney. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 is now available on Xbox backwards compatibility. Um, nothing more to this apart from it's now available. So if you were <laughs> dying to play this on your Xbox One, now you can. I don't know why I like you the first want Black to. Ops the most. I just don't. It's Call of Duty. Like, I mean, sorry. Call of Duty! Um, <coughs> Card mod. I just, I just, yeah, whatever. Cool. A lot of people seem to be excited for this. Or were, a lot, no, okay. A lot of people seem to complain about it not being there. And right. now that it's there, I would love to know the attachment rate of people that actually use it and play it. Hmm. Yeah, that, that would be good. that would be a real. I would good... love to know those numbers. Yeah, I would. I I I would like to see that too. I, and I now kind of makes me. I'll, I'll say this: well, it makes me want to pick up the first Black Ops because that game was, that was that game was the last Call of Duty I was like really into. Like I got Black Ops two for the Wii U. I know, uh, smart smart investment. Uh, <laughs> smart business there, Joe. But, like, and I, I did enjoy it a lot, though. I really did. Um, I kicked all the nine-year-olds' asses at that game, man. But, yeah, yeah I would, this, this is cool. I, lo I love black, uh, backwards compatibility. And COD Mod Black Blops, too, as the kids COD over here in the States say. COD Mod Black Blops 2. You guys got COD Mod Black Blops 2? <laughs> They say it's so fast. Uh, do you want me to read this one for you, sir? Uh, yeah, if you would like. Pray to oh, sorry. Pray demo coming out April twenty seventh. What a where good did, fucking start for me, right? Where did great. you add, where did you add the two in? Uh, because the the original title was Pray to. Back no. in the day, when it was like all cyberpunk. No. Anyway, I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> This is this is the best episode we ever done. Uh, a free prey demo will be available to download April twenty seventh on the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four 
a week ahead of the game's May 5th release. The demo features the game's opening hour, which players will first board the Prey's main setting, the Talos One Space Station, where protagonist Morgan Yu, oh, that's an interesting last name, is uh, working on a scientific breakthrough that'll change humanity forever. Okay, so. let me hold it there. Mm. So. This demo is, at, I think it's an at, uh, the first hour. Right. Yeah? So yep. you have the first hour of progress in this demo, yeah? Right. So I was doing some reading. So uh, you would think, oh, cool. I got the demo. I bought my copy of Prey. So I won't have to play that first hour again because I've already played it. Mm-hmm. Nope. The, oh, there's boy. no progression. There's no progression. It's literally, here's your demo. Now, I don't understand Bethesda's logic here. Really? So why put out a demo a week before mm-hmm. with no progression system? Like, if I am gonna be very like, I just I I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. No, you're right. Uh, like even like as much shit as I give uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, or what I like to cut, title it, Mass Effect that doesn't exist to Joseph Moran, uh, it, it, is that it gave you 10 hours of progression. You know, it gave you that, hey, listen, if you got through these 10 hours, uh, they're yours. And they, they go through and, you know, you start at the 11th hour. Like, that's awesome uh, when the game comes out. This is, yeah, you're right. It's silly. Um, first off, like, when it comes to demos of me, um, I usually play like probably half of it just so I get a good good feel and then I just exit out immediately because I'm like, okay, I know what I'm getting the feeling-wise and I don't want to spoil anything else because that's yeah. what I feel like demos are possibly are, you know, just big old spoilers. So that's what I, that's what I say. I just think the first hour is a lot of – that's a lot of and it's, Especially if the game is – and we don't know this yet, if, if it's short, if it's a 10-hour, you know, campaign. I'm not even. I'm not even so worried about that. But it's the fact of here's an hour demo, mm-hmm. but then you have to go play that same hour again when you go buy the game. It yeah. just. It, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit fussy here, um, which sometimes I am. <laughs> but I don't know. To me, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Uh, last story is Microsoft shows off Xbox. Uh, Xbox Project Scorpio dev kit. Did you see it? I, obviously, I can't yes. show a photo. It looks, but it looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. Looks dope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, would, like, I wouldn't even mind if this is the main thing. It's just like, it looks like, if, if, if we've seen the right one, it looks like a beefy ass, like an Xbox One S that worked out for hours. You know? That's what it looks like to me. It's jacked up to kick like the PlayStation 4 Pro's ass. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you haven't seen it, I would say definitely go check it out. Um, definitely worth looking at. It's a very interesting looking dev kit. Yeah. I've seen some others, and uh, yeah, just cool. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Uh, Games of Gold this month for April is Riot on the Rome, available from April 1st to April 30th. Uh, the Walking Dead Season 2, uh, available. Did you just buy that? I bought a pre owned at GameStop, so I rented it. Okay. Uh, the Walking Dead Season 2, April 16th to May 15th. Uh, Darksiders, April 1st to April 15th. And Assassin's Creed Re- Revelations from April 16th to April 30th. Ooh. Joe. Yes. How would you like to jump into Fix's sack? 
I would like to. I would like to. But I don't know if there is anything. There is. Don't you worry. I just need to uh, pick them up. Sorry. Give me two seconds. It's titled... Is this proper BO? Is this a proper pain in my ass? No, it's titled Time for Some Love and a Little Criticism. Oh, God. All right. Hello, my Xbox and me (laughs) lovers. I hope you're having a great week, kicking ass and playing some games. Firstly, Fixer, I'm so proud of you, mate. EGX3's looks at, at Rezzed looked amazing. Uh, it was looked like it was an amazing time for you for your interviews and making connections with developers. Secondly, Joe, I hope you feel better, mate. So oh, this obviously you. a couple of weeks ago. Um, I know you weren't well over the weekend. Also, mate, with me being so busy with work, reviewing movies, writing articles, and wanting more time with Mrs. Moody, I forfeit our match, as I just don't have time anymore. And you take so long as well. Laugh out loud. Oh, thirdly, my goodness. Okay. I would like, thirdly, All right. I would like to see more di- uh, diversity. Diversity. I'm so ill. Uh I think adding a third rotating host would be a good idea. Bringing uh, bringing a third host will add something new. You have a ton of fans who know you, will help out, maybe even adding Twitter questions to email uh, instead of emails as well. As you don't get as many emails as you would like, uh, this might make it easier for fans and you should bring back game recommendation. Uh, This will help you connect more with your fans. Don't you dare recommend Rise on the Throne again. It was really that bad. No, it wasn't. If you, if you recommend Two Worlds, we just end it. That's what it is. You know I love you guys. I love this podcast and Polygame. Still wanting, waiting for a sub from you, Joseph. <laughs> oh, wait, did I not sub? I hope I, uh, what I suggested will help uh, in the long run. Thank you for your time. Keep kicking ass and stay glorious. All right. <clears throat> So I totally agree with bringing back game recommendation. Um, the problem was every time we used to do it, people would literally look at the last the last game we played and was like, "Oh, maybe this." Um, but yeah, I don't think that's a bad chat. Um, there's plenty of games out there that I can recommend. So yeah, yes, okay. yes, uh, bringing back game recommendation is definitely something I will consider um and okay so we i get this a lot which is the whole bring in a third person fix mm. it why don't you bring in a third person this person bring on the third person you know i would do it you know i would do it that is all well and good and i understand trust me i understand that i have enough people that would be willing to do the show with us the problem is, um, which some people don't seem to understand, that podcasting is an art form. Right. And podcasting is, it's not easy. It isn't. Um, and don't get me wrong, we're not good at it, and I'm not saying <laughs> we're amazing, but what I am saying is... Um, I like what we do. I like the way the show runs. Um, I agree we can have guests on more often. I think that would be smart to get some more guests on. Um, But I'm not going to just add someone for the sake of adding someone. 
it doesn't make sense to me personally don't get me wrong i could pull in moody here you go you're on the podcast to me that doesn't make sense here chris jump on i could just keep adding a name there and dush 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 it doesn't make sense yeah and 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 like to to carry on what you're saying here i just want to make a joke just a joke because you like to add more diversity i don't know what more diversity you want you got a spanish guy (laughs) and a half black dude talking about (laughs) 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 well you're talking about about his whitewashing. I get it, Mr. <laughs> we ain't got a white opinion on this show. No, I'm joking. Um, and last but not least, you give the yeah. recommendation of maybe we should start taking questions from probably Facebook as well. Right. The reason I don't do that is because I have a show that we already does that, which is Ask Fix. What, there's no point in having Ask Fix anymore if I do that. Ask Fix is that show, is the right. fact you ask the Q&A questions. That is that show. Uh, my Xbox to me is a podcast. You email in to a podcast. Anybody else has podcasts, they run it how they want to. This is how I do my show. Yeah, um, yeah and also with the third wheel thing, it's really hard. It's hard for us just to just to do it because of our time differences. And like just to throw an extra like cog in that machine, it gets it gets it gets really hard. That's what she said. I do definitely, definitely agree. Um Getting some more guests on would be yeah would be cool, um, but I won't do it when it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, I cool. I, I am I am absolutely done. I am dead. I am. You wouldn't believe I've started to get hot again. So okay. you wouldn't believe how much I am sweating out. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you sweat a little bit more though, if you don't mind, just for a minute. Go on. Because you forgot two things, sir. Two oh, things. yes, I did. First, Star Wars Battlefront 2 trailer uh, has been leaked out. TV spot. Yes. Not the real deal. Holy shit. That looks bonkers. It looks like it is. Uh, well, it doesn't look like it is. Uh, the prequels, the classic trilogy, and the new trilogy in one game. And you, we saw Kylo Ren, Yoda, Darth Maul, um, and Rey in it, uh, just off the top of my head. And it's going to have a single-player story, which we've all known for a while now. I think it's going to be the vignettes that we saw from Battlefield 1, where I think there's going to be three stories, and there are ones in the prequel setting, ones in the classic setting, ones in the, the new trilogy setting. If that's the case, I am so down for this game uh it's disgusting <laughs> that's actually a really interesting concept if that's what they're doing yeah that's actually, even for me that's not a star wars fan i do have to admit this trailer was kind of cool um seeing darth maul I, I joke around a little bit about liking uh episode one but i do actually like episode one um because it's like my that's the only one that i yeah, no, I'm not even making excuses. I like Jar Jar Binks, so... Mr. Moody I... didn't like Rogue One, and I'm like, how do you... The last five minutes alone? Come on, man. I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, the concept with, for the game, though, if yeah. that is... They haven't come out and said that, though, have they? No, they haven't said... All they know is like you're, you're following a warrior's story or a warrior's tale. But I'm really interested. This is... I, I'm, I'm wanting a proper... Star Wars game. 
I've been waiting. You know, Battlefront was Star Wars light. I need to see a true Star Wars game out of EA. Come on, please. <coughs> also, rumor has it, Fixer, you gave it to me. He's Patrick Sickness. That uh, Amy Hedging's game, um, she was the, the uh, creative uh, director yeah. over at uh, Naughty Dog, that her game also might be shown off at Celebration, which if so, that's going to be nuts. So those are two things. Uh, two little mini things. And then also, guys, because I have Overwatch now, I bought Overwatch on the Xbox One because of, hey, 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 you. Hey, you. Don't shake your hand. <laughs> because uh, there's a new event called uh, Overwatch Uprising. This is takes place, I believe, 20 years in the past where there is a uprising in King's Row. An awesome PVE event. I mean, standard, you know, story missions, co-op with friends. It's a ton of fun. And if you guys from the Xbox and Me community want it, want in, because you could team up with people, I think three people, I am more than willing to play uh, on console. I I don't think I'm very good at the game on console, but play it. It's amazing. Hey, 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 this guy. Oh, sorry, I fell asleep with all the Overwatch talk. Let's plug, 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 and get out of it. Right. What have you got to plug this week? He says you've got some videos you've done. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I got a few videos, actually. Let me just get them out of here for you. So, number one video. Um, I've been seeing this a lot lately. A lot of rumors of the PlayStation 5. I make a video telling you why that's not happening anytime soon. We talk about also Xbox's unexpected competitor this holiday season. And then also I give my 30-day review slash road trip tale of my Switch and I. So that is all I got for you this week for Polygames. If you want all that, subscribe and sharing is caring. So, yeah, that's me. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, also, I haven't got anything because I've been ill. Sucks. Like, really sucks. But, uh, you know, keep supporting, keep doing you. Um, I'm going to be doing an important video very soon. Uh, so keep an eye out on that. But apart from that, I hope this show wasn't too bad. It was, but... I don't know. It was nice. It was nice. It was a subpar episode, I've got to be honest. But... I, I, you know what? He, guys, he's being a Debbie Downer. This is an excellent so, show. Sometimes you have to phone them in. And I, this week, I phoned, <laughs> I literally phoned it in. Uh, well. until next week, I will love you, leave you, and I will see you all later. May the force be with you. Don't copyright that, Disney, please. Fucking Star Wars <laughs> reference.